Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Your Business and Life podcast. My name is Bethany London, and I am an energetic VC supporting CEOs and entrepreneurs in multiplying revenues and opportunities of their business through intuitive guidance and energetic healing. I am obsessed with finding and releasing blocks so that you can start receiving the guidance and opportunities that will be bringing you quantum leaps with ease. If you are looking to upgrade your business, life, spirituality, or need a perspective shift to flow, you've come to the right place. Leave it to me to pull out the juicy stories, quantum leap hacks, and how our inspiring guests have tackled obstacles and gotten into the flow to reach new heights of success. My intention is to bring clarity and massive awareness that infinite possibilities are everywhere. Your next moment could be a miraculous one. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Let's uncover their strategies, have fun, and see how we can quantum leap together. Oh my goodness, have I've got a great podcast for you today. We have Ruben Rojas, the artist of love. He has so many quantum leaps in his life. And he shares with us many of them. And you'll see how even when, though he went from like bankruptcy to being a success as a financial advisor or in real estate, now he is quantum leaping in what he truly loves. He is going to share with us how he works through the mentally tough days to keep himself moving forward on brand (laughs) in the name of love. And also his advice for how he continues to jump multiple levels of success on, honestly, it feels like a daily basis. I've known him only for uh, eight years now, but it has, he's gone from, yeah, financial advisor to total success and the world, the universe is his limit. So let's get started. Ruben Rojas. All right. I have the fabulous Ruben Rojas, and I am so beyond excited to have him here today because, oh my goodness, this is going to be the fourth episode. And also he is all about love, which you'll find out here shortly if you don't know him yet. And one of the ways we met had to do with the number four, which meant love. So how about them apples? (laughs) I have known him for quite a while. And so I have witnessed this, this quantum leap that he has taken a part in with his love art business. We used to 
play art, however you want to say that, we would be like, let's do art today. And his business has taken off in so many ways. I don't, I should have that love painting behind me, but I don't. Instead, I'm wearing his uh, t-shirt. So let's jump on in. Hi, Ruben. Hey, how you doing, Bethany? <laughs> Good. I would love to hear, of course, we want to get into your quantum leap, but let's share some of the manifestations, the, the leap that you have had, like where, I mean, you just, you just did the NFL. <laughs> you just worked with the NFL. So for being an artist and working with the NFL, I mean, that is like everybody's dream, right? So yeah, share more of your manifestations because you've been on TV, like so many things. I guess to, to put it easy, right? Um, to quantify it, I throw a lot of stuff out there. I just say it. So, you know, if you want to speak things into existence, as they say, and you've got to believe it, but just repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And, you know, there's still a lot of things that are yet to happen that will eventually happen because yes. I keep thinking it and repeating it. And eventually part of that is that someone's going to hear it, besides you hearing it. You know, the cool thing about so when you're the NFL, saying repeating it, are you telling people I'm going to be in the NFL or are you telling yourself just what does repeating mean? Like, I'll give you one of the ones I'm working on right now is like the Olympics are coming to Los Angeles. I have a few goals with that one being like, I want to design the Olympic uniforms for our team because America gets to show up and needs to show up and has to show up with love. Like we're not showing up that way. And imagine if all these athletes are coming out in red, white, and blue love. Um, I've mocked mm -hmm. up uniforms like a couple years ago and I keep showing it to people and sharing it and talking about it. Eventually one person's like, oh, I could connect you to the IOC or I can get you here or I can get you there. Or, well, you know, Ralph Lauren has that contract. I'm like, it doesn't have to be my name on it, designing it. I just want to design what it looks like, whether Ralph Lauren produces it or whoever, that, that's besides the point. So it's just saying it over and over and over, you know, like with the NFL or with BMW or Nike. I always talk about Nike, like Ooh, and yes, your dad yeah. worked at Nike. Like I want to do an Air Jordan 1 love collab with them. You see all, you see Jay Balvin now coming out with two of his shoes. So I know it's possible. I know as a sneaker on, head dad, with sneaker culture, let's go Tinker. <laughs> Can you have him get Tinker on the oh, phone tinker. before he retires? I used to go to Tinker's parties, house parties. Well, I think <laughs> Bethany can make it happen. Bethany can make this yeah, quantum leap happen. <laughs> so it's just talking about it and doing it. You know, the cool thing about yeah. the NFL is like, I played football and I played a couple years of college football and then I competed at every level of CrossFit. So as an athlete, mm. an athlete mindset, I'm like, yo, I made it to the league. Maybe I'm not playing on the field, but I'm playing in the league with the league and we're playing on a bigger playground than just the game of football. Like we're inviting people to choose love. So that's how this happens. I just, I just throw it out there and I got to believe it. Like I believe Elon Musk is either going to let me paint a rocket somehow, or we're going to put art in his rocket. <laughs> and we're going to send a piece of art or the first mural to Mars. Like the chances yeah. of me painting it on Mars and ever making it back, probably not. You know, I've got a kid and a wife and a family. I got things to do here, but sending a pre-painted mural up there could be kind of cool. Mm. So <laughs> just getting it out there and I've toured space. Like, yeah. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I work out with a guy that, so that works. At, he's a rocket scientist. So it's like little things just start happening. And eventually it's like. He's going to be like, hey, Ruben, uh, Elon said, yes, you could put a I know people at Tesla that work on the launches. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, you guys, listen to how he's ex- he's expanding and expanding and expanding. Like, I think that's part of the key here is he is constantly growing from one thing. Like, for me, as an artist, I want to paint a whole bunch of different things. Like, he has really fine-tuned and expanded what the word love can be on like from paintings to cars yeah you got bmw he he has he's sponsored by bmw he drives around in what an x5 that mm. has love all over it and you've done another bmw recently like how did they find you mm-hmm. were you already talking in, about putting it on a car in general or were you talking about like how you just were just now putting it specifically on a bmw i'm just curious it's all organic. So I always talk about like, dude, it'd yeah. be really cool to paint some cars, like driving around all over the place. People see it yeah. everywhere on the freeway. You know, it's actually a reminder for me. And when, if I get a little road rage, wait, I'm driving a car that has love on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, relax. So uh, that happened organically. Someone messaged me. They wanted to buy a print or a painting or something for their friend um, mm-hmm. for her birthday during the pandemic. And uh, I'm like, oh, it's close by. I'll just deliver. I'll just deliver it. Don't worry about it. And I went and delivered it, knocked on her door, met her, presented it. I'm like, hey, and I happen to be the artist. Here you go. She happened to work at BMW, you know, and then later she just, I guess, Googled me, looked it up, sent me a message. So a lot of these things happen that way organically. So it's throwing it out there and believing in it, but it's also just showing up for the opportunity of when it happens or you come across the person, they actually see that you're being exactly what you're putting out there. And then when they Google you, they're like, oh, this all matches up. Like you're being the thing, you're showing up as the thing, you're walking the talk, all the things. So I think all of that is part of it. So it's not just, let me throw it out there. It's throwing it out there and doing the work and executing. That's it. Okay, so let's let's backtrack, you guys. So I know Ruben when we were just playing around with art. He was he was teamed up with this company, Beautify Earth, their nonprofit, and they were throwing graffiti on the walls. And he was my life insurance guy. <laughs> so, so what happened from life insurance guy to taking that quantum leap, which has continued to quantum leap as an artist? which is obviously, as you're sharing now, there's so many takeaways. So what, yeah, what would you say? Cause you've constantly, he's constantly been on my back to quantum leap and be full hundred uh, percent energy healer. And I still am dabbling in real estate. Cause I'm like, I love real estate too, but yeah. Tell us, is there a moment? Is, was there a mindset thing? Did someone say something to you? So curious. <laughs> 
Well, then I have to backtrack to a little bit of the origin story. Perfect. So if we go way back, I went to school to study to become an orthopedic surgeon. So I have everything leading up to med school and I didn't go to med school because a couple of reasons, but the easiest, the main thing is that my buddies, I come try out real estate, made 18 grand my first month in real estate, (laughs) half a million in debt, 10 more years of school, bald, fat, stressed out, who knows, who knows what, where I would be for 18,000, what could be the next month? Oh, the next month happened to be a little bit more and then a little bit more and then a little bit more. And I'm 22, 23, 24, right? At that age, I mean, even now, a lot of us get lost in the fact that we should define our success and who we are for what we are, not but what we show. And during those times, I mean, I'm Colombian. We're already ostentatious. I'm a male in Los Angeles. I was single, like making a lot of money. Of course, I want the nice car and the rims and the blinged out (laughs) watches and all these things. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with liking nice things. The issue and the problem was defining who you were, filling in any gaps and holes in your self-love and your self-worth and your belonging by buying these things. And that's the big problem I see in the world, right? We don't feel good enough, pretty enough, worthy. We don't love ourselves. We're not kind to ourselves. So we find all these things, right? Plastic surgery, every pill under the sun to try to get skinny, buying things to make us like, oh, hey, cool watch, cool purse to find our validation. And then I'm making a lot of money. I get through this point. I lose it all in 2008, the the recession. I go bankrupt, get rid of the houses, do all the things. Lost it all strategically though. Like, yes, I did go bankrupt and I sold off a lot of things and it wasn't super frivolous. I was still smart. I saved half my money, which allowed me to carry on for a few years. There was a lot of things in there pre-bankruptcy as the, the, the spiral started to go down. But for the next year, I found myself, you know, living basically back at home, moved in with my brother because we had a family condo which was a great opportunity and figuring out how do I rebuild? Is that where I went? I, Woodland Hills? That one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm just figuring this stuff out. I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? And where am I going to go? And eventually people are like, go down to finance. So I became a financial advisor, selling life insurance, investments and retirement. Great business great things for people that people don't think they need start making money start validating my success with money again i'm like oh no we're back in this thing again five years into it you know leaders conference and rookie of the year all these things but i'm miserable and i'm depressed and i'm unhappy and i'm like i don't want to be doing this and i started doing everything under the sun to avoid my life led me to do some Mm -hmm work on myself that led me to my first mural that led me to finding my artist self that's always been there as a kid i've always painted i've always drawn i used to do book covers in high school so it wasn't like i was never an artist and all of a sudden can we pause on that real quick i want to ask more because i always love to dig into the childhood so were you supported as a child doing art? Like, were you encouraged or it was just something you did? did were you made fun of? Or you just like, what's the story there? 
was it not encouraged right my mom put us in oil painting classes and charcoal painting classes oh and wood whittling like all the so every weekend we had okay. create electronics and robotics like no we had tons of stuff to keep us busy what it was it was never told to go do that for your career path or for your life path or that was the difference you know i think it's like go be a doctor go be a lawyer go into banking go into insurance go into the traditional route so it was encouraged in the sense yeah go have fun with art but it wasn't like go be an artist plus yeah. back then it was pre everything now there was no creator economy so it's art wasn't or had the opportunity it has now for you to do it the way you want to do it you know it was more traditional and i was good at science and all that too so that that kind of just went down that path with school medical yeah so once I painted my first mural, I did another, I did another. That was like 2013, 14, 15, 16. I'm still doing finance 2017. Cause I'm like, how am I going to make money at this thing? It's a nonprofit. It's a, uh, you know, what we do with beautifier. It's like, um, Hey, give me 200 bucks to cover some paint to paint this thing. And I'm there for a week painting. Like it was because I loved it and, and putting the message out there to the world. And finally, 2018, I'm like, I can't do this anymore because I'm sabotaging my finance career because I don't want to do it. So why would I try to succeed at it anymore? But I'm not letting art take off because I don't know what it's like to go all in. So in 2018, I'm like, I'm out. Stop going to the office. And I had no choice but to make this thing work. So it kind of just so took off. So that was the dichotomy running in your mind. And you were just like, I am over it. No one said anything. This was an internal conversation. And you're like, done. Yeah. Some of my clients said, like, you should be doing that thing, not this thing. Like, we'll be okay. okay. So that reinforced something because I'm really loyal to, to my clients and my customers mm -hmm. and everything that I do. So, I mean, that was part of it, but that wasn't it. Yeah. I just had to do it. Mm. You just knew you had to do it and you followed that truth. Your truth became well, louder than worst case. I could have gotten back to finance, right? Or real estate. Still insurance license. <laughs> I let all my investment stuff go because you have to practice it to keep it. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not going back. I'm not looking back. Funny though, people ask me for advice all the time. And I'm like, oh, but when I was in the business, you thought I was selling you something. Now you just want my knowledge. Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. So people wait, so people still hit you up? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still, I, I mean, I practice for myself. Like I have all my insurances and I have all my investments and I fund my Roths and my, like yeah. we have to, so I practice all of that. So, yeah. So, okay. So you took the leap and you're like, this is the only way there's no turning back. I'm moving forward. And were you painting and putting stuff just, was it the murals? Were, were you, it was an, was it an Instagram thing? What? murals murals on instagram um i did a lot of paintings but i hadn't really started sharing the paintings yet mm -hmm. um i just kept doing it and i kept expanding it and then 2020 i'm like i should do some t-shirts and then started the clothing line like you're wearing it and i'm wearing you know i've done sculptures now we have a podcast now so all of it is mediums of creating and reinforcing the message of living through love and a lot of those other mediums aren't essentially the artwork. Like the artwork is the bread and butter. 
that's what really you know brings the income and where I want to go. Like I want to be in a museum, multiple museums. Like I want to get to Jeff Koons level. And we're getting the Andy Warhol one they sent you the other day. Exactly, all of that, right? But hopefully not (laughs) when I'm dead. You know, as far as the value of the right, right. But get to those levels of influence with my art. But everything else I'm doing is a reinforcement of the lifestyle of the message of inviting people to choose love and live through love. So. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's such a beautiful message. I'm, I'm curious though, as any entrepreneur, especially an artist, when we are told, what is the artist struggle? Like there, you can't make a way being an artist. So how did you combat those, those kind of beliefs that I'm sure were out there somewhere because there's, or, or were you getting coaching? Like what was the support you're married? I mean, is there something that really encouraged you continuing the drive or is it you're just really your so own best coach? One of the conversations that I had with myself to like, I'll come to Jesus conversation. It's like, I had to look back and take inventory of everything in my life. I've always been a hustler. I've always been an entrepreneur. Like in eighth grade, mm-hmm. I started a business. Like, cause there was things that I wanted that I didn't want to ask for. So I'm like, let me go figure out how to make money so I can get the things that I want. What were you doing in eighth so, grade? Uh, a few things. There was like designing book covers. There was uh, shoplifting. There was, uh, <laughs> yeah, those were the, there's been some illegal stuff. You know, there's been a okay, there's been a okay, music okay. business. Yeah, there's hesitation there. Okay. <laughs> well, how much of that do we want to put out? No, it's true right. though. It's all practice. Look at anyone, mm-hmm. um, you know, trading sports cards and, and comic books and different things right. like that so, so it wasn't was, like it was one just, thing it was just like an array anything to get some cash yeah provide value for monetary gain so that I can get what I want for myself so it's always been a self-starter self-earner but in everything so then I basically said Ruben you've always been able to take chances jump off cliffs and figure it out why are you hesitating here is it because now I'm older is it because I mean I was, still wasn't married I, I had a girlfriend at the time, but like, what is it? You know, doing it with a kid. Like, I have a kid now. Like, this has to work. But there's nothing else that I can do. You know, and and we want to keep growing the family and keep making everything happen. So, it was just realizing, like, I've always been a self-starter. I've always been able to succeed if I put my mind to it. So why not continue to bet on myself? Where was the self-doubt? that didn't have me jump sooner. So it was just like, you got to bet on yourself. So is this like you sitting with yourself meditating? Is this journaling? Is this like you screaming in the car, come to Jesus? Like it's me in my head. So I guess if you're in your head, you're meditating. (laughs) Okay. But it wasn't like I was sitting there and breathing. Um, But no, that was, that was part of the conversation was like, at the end of the day, I believe in taking as much personal responsibility as possible. There's a lot of things we can control. And if we only focus on we can control more often than not, then we're going to be in a better place, right? I can't get mad at myself for trying. I could get mad at myself for not trying, right? We can control our word. So if we give our word and we break it, that's us breaking it. That's something we can control that you can choose whether you want to break it or not break it. So there's a very few things, how we use our time, but we can't control how people experience us, take us in, take in my work. I just got to keep putting it out there until they realize it, 
right? We invite like them the to it until they choose it. Yeah, you know, so so there's that. All right, so I work with, um, you know, I talk with a lot of CEOs and work with them and I feel like the number one thing for them is the pressure of support if they're married and have kids, which most, most of them do, I think all of them really, is the pressure of having a family and providing. And this weighs them down. It weighs them in their, just, they have decision-making fatigue and then it's like the employees and everything. So for you, I feel like you've used this to support you. I don't know. Would, would you, if you look at like the correlation of your up-leveling in your business, is there any correlation with like, let's say Z being pregnant and having a child on the way? I'm curious. Are you asking if that made me work harder or bigger? No, a lot of people ask, like, now that you have Remy, how has your work changed? I mean, it hasn't changed. Nothing has changed other than that it's way more important. It's more important for the world, but because I have a kid that's going to live in the world when I'm gone. It's mm -hmm. more important because I have a family that I'm, I'm supporting, but it's not the thing that made me drive or work harder. My mission, I think it's because my mission and vision is so big. Those are things that, you know, if I get down and out and burnt out in the corner or have a moment of depression or whatever, then I look at like, oh, look at my beautiful wife and my beautiful kid and this family that I'm building. Let's keep going. So it, it's fuel, but it's not a motivator in the sense yeah. of. Because I, I don't feel like someone, you're weighed down at all by it either. Like other people are when they have. That I'm talking no, to. I mean, it's, it's, it's stressful, but how can I let something weigh me down when I chose it? right? I chose this life. Yeah. Like I got to yeah. keep moving forward. It's a choice. Like we're here, we chose this. And of course, nothing's perfect and there's ups and there's downs, but it's like, I chose it and I know where I want to go and where I keep going. And, you know, sometimes it's a little slower getting there. Sometimes it's like, wow, we just took like 18 jumps. But yeah. Love it. And I've seen your post. You say, I consciously choose this again every single day. Like you write that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Well, my takeaway, I would say is really expanding what you can do because we all have limits to ourselves and it's like, okay, I want to be a known podcast host. And maybe that's like my limit. It's not, but I'm just sharing. So what you've done is you've really taken it to like the nth degree and continue with like the Mars story and the Olympic. It's just so amazing and you're expressing it you're vocalizing it right now here and with others and that's like so phenomenal but now I would love like connecting the dots backwards which I've been working on with you I'm curious what you would say the three takeaways for quantum leaping are I mean you have to I don't believe that you have to have clarity in your vision because our vision becomes clearer and clearer as we do it. I think you need to have a trajectory of where your vision's going, right? You know, I started with murals. I'm like, oh, let's paint murals everywhere and put them in different cities across the world. What went next? What went next? How did I make that bigger? And then eventually I figured out like, oh, all this is lived in love. Like, so I think it's like have a mission and a vision but realize that it'll become clearer as you continue down that path and it can shift and it can change, you know, not saying this is going to happen, but tomorrow, maybe I'll never make another piece of art again. And I become something else who knows. <laughs> um, and it's okay. As long as I'm still on that vision. So that's one, 
No, that's a great one though. Cause a lot of people I think don't take a step forward because they're like, I need to have, be clear and have this all dialed. So that's beautiful. Purpose. I think purpose is also overused. Like it's a question. It's a good question. To ask. like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Why am I alive? Why I, I am unvaluable. I am unworthy. Your purpose is to live your life and maximize your life. However you deem fit. Your purpose isn't to live out your parents' dreams. You know, I think now even more as a parent, I'm like, whatever Remy becomes, he becomes. And I'm not going to live vicariously through him in the sense of like, oh, I only went to college football. Oh, you're going to go to the NFL and like push him all the way through. Like, you know, I'm not going to validate me as a person through my kids' accomplishments. You know, I've, I've read some books. I've heard some other people talk about this subject matter. And I just want him to be his own best perfect little dude. And the only way I can ensure that in controlling it is how I show up in the world. So if I show up live, loving myself, he's going to see, oh, that's how you love yourself. I can't say, hey, Remy, go love yourself. Go in the mirror and say, I love yeah. you, Remy. Like, you, you can't do that. Right. It's not that what it means. So I think that is 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 a point too so i'm like that'd be a really cute just, instagram though just saying yeah i did do a <laughs> dear remy love letter video mm -hmm. that you'll get to watch one day um mm -hmm. but yeah your your purpose is to live your life how you want to live your life so like it's like oh unless i'm the president of the u.s i didn't fulfill a purpose yeah according to who you know so anyway so yeah. those two things, clarity in your vision, your vision could change that perspective, purpose. And the last one, it's, again, it's choosing love. It's not easy. I'm not talking about romantic comedies and Valentine's Day. You know, yeah. romance is great and passion is great. Those are different things, but choosing love, it's hard. I still have a hard time doing it, you know? I still get pissed off and want to flick somebody off. I'm like, I can't do that. Like that's, but we're human and we're fallible and we have emotions and they can spiral out of control. And it's hopefully practicing to choose love to help find ourselves again, whether it's relationships with ourselves, with our spouses, with our kids, with our friends, with our employees, with our businesses, with the world, it doesn't matter. So, so choosing love. So yeah, those are my three things. Love it. Don't worry about the clarity, honor purpose, and choose love. Amazing. Oh, you are always such an inspiration. I always love spending time with you. Um, even if you're throwing my feet to the fire. <laughs> only because so I love good. you. Only because you love me. Oh my goodness. Um, I also where ask can... you for permission. You do? most of the time I'm like hey do you want some feedback can I give you you're like okay okay that's funny I don't remember that but I'm sure you did <laughs> at what part I remember the important. other part I remember the other part the part that has meaning yeah so uh where can people find you learn all about you buy your gear your art go to your events all the things at Ruben Rojas, rubenrojas.com. Just Google Ruben Rojas. The podcast is called Live Through Love. Um, yeah. Did that TV show ever come out? Yeah, yeah. There's a pilot. It's on uh, Discovery Plus. 
Oh my God, I need to watch it. What's that called? Public Artist. Public Artist. Go watch one Public Artist. Amazing. I'm the host, not the artist. Yes, he's the host on that. And uh, work with us, envision him working with the Olympics. Let's hold that vision so that it manifests and that there's some love all over the rocket. Not the rocket. What is it? Could be the rocket. Could be Mars. Could be a care package. Who knows? Um, Something out in outer space. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Holding the vision. All right. Well, you are such a blessing and inspiration. And I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to join the Quantum Leap, your business and life podcast and looking forward to the next Quantum Leaps. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe and let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. It fuels me to keep bringing you more juicy guests. And if you aren't already following me on social media, check out at Bethany London on Instagram, L-O-N-D-Y-N, that's a cool factor, (laughs) or go to BethanyLondon.com for healing opportunities, courses, and additional thoughts. And don't hesitate to create some IG stories tagging me and our guests with your favorite quotes we can reshare them. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, wishing you that quantum leap. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid.